Welcome back to Access Code Podcast, hosted by yours truly, the fly pot himself, Cody. On today's episode, I'm going to be doing a recap of the off-season album that J. Cole had just dropped this week, as well as some new music. We'll be talking about the life and times of New Jack, who had just passed away this past weekend, plus two for Tuesdays, so you should already know we're going into. Let's do this. Episode 9, everyone. Welcome back to Access Code Podcast. Thank you for guys listening for another episode and hope you guys enjoy this one. So, um, that song you heard in the beginning, I was gonna I was gonna do a version of that on my pod this week. I was gonna do a Chick-fil-A version. And then Chick-fil-A wanted to get bougie and only wanted to give out one sauce uh as you go through the drive-thru, and I realized they're gonna get bougie on us, y'all. Back in the day, I'm sound old. Back in the day, when you used to go to Chick Fil A, they used to give you know they ask you know you ask what sauces you want, or they ask you what sauces you want. I should say, and um, you let them know, and they'll give you like four of them holes of each one. You know, four Chick Fil A sauce and barbecue and Polynesian, some ketchup, whatever, honey mustard, right? And um, and of course, I've saved some. You know, I guess you have to prepare for days like this and. You used to be really appreciative of the fact that Chick-fil-A was like, you know what? We got to do better than all these other restaurants because those other restaurants, they be charging you extra for shit, for sauce. You know, like, what? You know, you go to McDonald's, you get a 20 piece, they only give you one one sauce. And I'm like, I need about two more of these. And they like, oh, it's 23 cents. Chick-fil-A, I'm still mad at you for the fact that you still didn't have no biscuits on that Saturday morning that one time I went through. I'm so mad at you for that. Um, speaking of when people get extra things during the drive-through, it reminded me of Nick and I going to uh, McDonald's at two o'clock in the morning, and this was about four years ago after we had uh, went to uh, a friend's birthday party, and Nick was trying to get some extra pickles, and the lady was like, "Oh, it's going to be like twenty-three cents," and Nick had just had the change ready. He was like, "Oh, here you go. Here's a quarter. You can keep the change. You know, two cents. Keep your two cents. How about that?" <laughs> But the lady was giving him a look like, bitch, I wasn't trying to give you no no pickles. I guess that line may work to everyone else because you're like, I ain't about to pay extra for something that should be free. Basically. Yeah. Um, Nick, 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 Nick's about that shit. Speaking of him being about that shit, he did listen to the podcast last week, y'all. He enjoyed the episode and he actually sent me a text message, text message, letting me know that how much he enjoyed the episode. And he kind of he kind of. You know, gave me a recap on how the story went to the point where for the points I did miss. So I had told you that the guy had came up to our table at Hooters and did has said something to us because Nick said something on the television and dude thought he was talking about him. So now I can be able to tell you guys what was said. Nick and I watching the, the Lakers Thunder playoff game on the television. Nick yells out to Derek Fisher, which was the point guard of the Lakers at the time. 
He had called Fisher a little fucking bitch. That what was said. For some reason, the dude at the next table thought Nick was talking to him. Out loud. In a, in a direction Nick was not looking in. So Nick said he left his table and came back and thought we was talking about them because he had little man syndrome. I wish when I had talked about that episode last week, I would have just called Nick and start talking and then let me know right then there. Because I think that would have been very funny. And Nick and I probably have some other stories, you know, that we could be able to share on the pod. I told him I'm going to get him on the pod one day. Also, speaking of someone I want to get on the pod one day, someone left me a five star rating and subscribed to my podcast this week. And um, this guy who left me that that rating and I do appreciate it. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, He has a channel on YouTube that for for something that it would relate to me in a way because I love what he's talking about so much so and he doesn't know this so i'm going to just say it on the pod so if you hear this and just message me as soon as you hear this because i want to get something in the works i want to have you on my podcast and i'm talking maybe around august hopefully hopefully you're not too busy around august but the reason why is because i want to talk some football with you because you are a person who talks about my favorite college football team and if anyone knows me, y'all should know what team that is. But I'm just I'm just kind of just, you know, extend the offer. Hopefully we can get something in the works. If not, it's cool. It's cool. But I do still appreciate that five star rating and you subscribe to my podcast and everything like that. Y'all, we're going to get into it. So now we're going to talk about this J. Cole album. Let's go. Jermaine Cole came out with another project this weekend, y'all. So. I ain't going to front when he made the announcement he was going to be coming out with a project and gave us the interlude and everything like that. I was only a little nervous and only because I got nervous of the fact that he's mainstream to the point where everyone does grade a lot of people on curves. I'm the type of person that will go to Twitter and be like, you know, let's see what everyone thinks. But then at the same time, you try not to take someone else's opinion to make it yours, because I feel like a lot of us do that without even realizing it sometimes. Um, maybe because you may think it's hot, people may think it's not, or vice versa. So, with that being said, I think this project was good. Um, especially in this year, where I feel like a lot of projects going by the time because we're in May, we really haven't had a whole lot of great quality albums or too much to to already tell. At this point than it was last year. I say that because last year, for me at least, there was a lot of projects that was just like you you couldn't figure out which one was the best one. Because, excuse me, everybody was putting out great shit. This time it's easy to put out. Look, I, I'll tell you right now, I probably could come out with a top five just off the bat. And I, and I don't know how to rate. I don't know how to rank them. But I will say this. I do like uh, Benny the Butcher and Harry Frogs, uh, The Plugs I'm In too think it's great i do like conway the machines like my kina album i'm still mad that y'all did not correct me on that i did fuck up but i at least had one fuck up every every episode that's just how i am anyway love that project um another project i really like that i already have is album of the year so far and y'all won't notice and if you're interested of what i'm about to say as in the the project i'm about to say i i would say check it out if you're into boom bap if you're not into boom bap hip-hop you you won't get it 
But Rome Streets and DJ Muggs came out with Death and the Magician. I think that project so far is album of the year, but we'll rank that at the end of the year. But right now, talking about J. Cole's. So, code notes. First off, 95 South, great intro. Him getting Cameron on that was, was nice. I like that. I like that he, he put him on the little intro, little outro, and all that type stuff. And I know, because I, I mentioned that I, I went to Twitter. And everybody was just in love with that uh, with that line, you know, uh, could put an M on your head. You Luigi brother. Now, that line was fire. I wish I didn't go to Twitter before I listened to the project, because reading that line, the line was fire. And I'm like, man, and it's going to sound fire when I hear it. But I'm like, man, everybody talking about that. So the thing that I did not hear people talking about on that same song to me was a better was better bars. All you niggas eating off your wealth. All my niggas feeding themselves and it feels swell. Krispy Kreme dreams sometimes my dogs want to kill 12. Y'all hear that last bar? Krispy Kreme dreams sometimes my dogs want to kill 12. That's a double entendre. You know, niggas want to kill the cops. I mean, I'm just reading what he said. But you know when you go to Krispy Kreme donuts and if you get a dozen, you know you want to eat all of them for yourself. You know if you can, you would. And if you don't eat Krispy Kreme donuts, I completely understand. But sometimes you may, you know, have a cheat day. Eat them donuts. Great. Him coming out the gate with that. Okay, okay. But the rest of the project was good. I did like uh, the song with him in 21 Savage and Moray. I think that's how the the gentleman pronounces his name, hopefully. But great hook. Um, It made me think to myself, I think 21 Savage and J. Cole need to come out with an EP. That's that's got to be done. So they got to do it. It's, it's, it's no it's no if ends and buts. It's got to happen. First of all, let's put it like this. 21 Savage is responsible for J. Cole's first Grammy. If you would have told me this years before it happened, I wouldn't have believed you. And shout out to my cousin for putting me on to 21 Savage. And I say this because I was thinking, you know, he's there. He cool. But he's one of them rappers that like I'll listen to if I'm not listening to no one else. But however, you know, when she kind of broke it down for me, I'm like, you know what? Let me get let me listen to him a little bit more other than like maybe some features like on a Travis Scott song or, you know, whoever was doing features from him. I will say 21 Savage really do a good job. You know what? If it's something y'all need to check out for 21 Savage, check out, go to YouTube and type in 88 Rising Freestyle from 21 Savage. And you'll thank me later. Yo, and then I do like the uh, the uh, Punch in the Clock song, um, him having Damian Lillard on the song. I thought it was great. You know, um, I did like, you know, of course, because when J. Cole get, gets into his basketball thing, outside of Forest Hills Drive, any project he has... Basketball related, it's actually fire. Friday Night Lights, the warm up, this one. I mean, I'm just saying. And he about to play pro ball, bruh. Um, shout out to Bass. I'm hope I'm saying his name right. And I only says because I don't listen to him as much to really just you know say. It. So if I'm pronouncing the name wrong, I apologize in advance. After that, I do. I, this project was like, look, this is the one I need to. I need to start listening to do more. From Dreamville, the only real artist outside of Cole that I really listen to the most is uh Kaz. I mean, Kaz can rap, and he has the same name as me. So I mean, that's just the way I kind of brought it in, but. I like that. 
I did love the fact that he put in the climb back on this project. The comic when it first came out, I thought it was okay, but then like six months later, I'm really was bumping that song. So he put it on the, on the project, although it was an older song, it was a good one to put on the project. I wasn't mad at. Also, shout out to his team. You know, I think everybody put this album as well as it needed to be put. I like the way he did the artwork. I like the way he even did the the whole track listening with spacing the the letters out and everything like that, and the little periods between the words. It it, it was very unique how he did that so y'all off season check it out if you haven't already i'm i think he's gonna do and i'm just saying this right now i think he's gonna do at least two hundred thousand or more first week i i couldn't tell you what the pure sales will be i do think it's gonna be two hundred thousand or more also on friday what was also released or i should say re-released was Nicki minaj's a beam me up scotty mixtape um i first of all i will say this uh she definitely did a good job by each each day on her Instagram. She had put out a picture or a video or something like that to kind of get you guys ready ready for it. And I thought it was just gonna be a song, but she put she re released the project, which was a good. I mean, now they got it on streaming platforms and uh, added a few new songs and stuff like that. So I thought that was good for her to do it and put it into his um the origination of that mixtape. So. As I was thinking to myself, because I have, I mean, I haven't listened to Beat Me Up Scotty since probably like the first time I ever heard it. However, I didn't listen to it again. I just was listening to the new songs. Uh, I do think that her, Wayne, and Drake did have a good song, plus the Fraction song. I love the uh, Where I'm From uh, sample and everything. But it got me thinking. I have to appreciate Nikki's team. In J. Cole's team, I don't know if it's the whole Young Money thing, and I'm only saying because they, when they released their biggest mixtapes and put it on the DSPs, they had it in in its origination. The like everything it was it was done right. It's still on the platforms. Well, I'll say more for so far gone. And you know, for her project, of course, that's probably gonna be on there for a minute, and it's gonna chart. You know. But um, but here's the thing, y'all. It made me think. I want other rappers to kind of follow that pattern, because when they put projects, re-release them or put them on the streaming platforms, it don't have that same feel as it once did when they first did it. Think of it like this, y'all. Wiz Khalifa's Cushion Orange Juice was his biggest mixtape. And personally, his best one, his best project he's put out, even with the albums. When it came out in 2010, that was just good. He had the world in the palm of his hands. So when he decided to re-release it, I think it was last year or 2019. Don't quote me on it. He was going to put it on streaming. I'm like, great. It's not the same. Sample clearances are a bitch. You know, he didn't have the same artwork. He just kind of gave out the project just like here. So you have some songs that, you know, you like, okay, it's great that it's on streaming platforms, but it's it it makes you want to go back to that piff and listen to that project as it was, you know, no problem. And also Big Crit, right? Big Crit re-released last year, Return of Forever. No, oh, actually it wasn't. It was Crit was here. That's the one I need them to put on there. But if Crit, if you ever listen to this, 
please follow along what I'm trying to say. He put it out and then it was a bunch of tracks missing and he added four new songs and stuff like that. And of course, changed the artwork and everything. And I don't I'm not a big fan of that. I'm not saying that project was bad for both those things. It's just not the same way that they were going to how they should have released it. Right. So I thought about it. I'm like, damn, either you need to have Nikki's team, Drake's team to do it in its, you know, in its, in its original form. The only people that actually get that besides them two, unfortunately, are past, you know, Mac Miller's, you know, kids tape, you know, and I think some other stuff he got released, you know, since his passing, because, you know, you definitely want to have money for like the estate, you know, his family and everything. And I'm like, oh, they they didn't mess up nothing. They they gave it to us like how it was. And then the same thing about Nipsey's, um, you know, his stuff, his all his mixtapes in the original form. So. I, it's a project I want to like have on there where I can listen to it, but I don't want no changes. I want it the same way. The only change I will, I will say that it needs to be done, if it is the way, no disrespect to the DJs, but the DJ drops got to go. I don't want to hear the DJ drops because I feel like some of those ruined the record, but that's just me, right? So, real quick, songs I want to see on DSPs at least by the end of next year. I want to see Return to Forever. That's the one I had said earlier. That's the one that needs to be on there. Days of Rodeo from Travis Scott. Gotta be on there. Um, and I may be fucking up the title when I do because he switched them on the first mixtape and then the first album, Long Live ASAP. That should be on there. Nostalgia Ultra from Frank Ocean needs to be on there. Um, oh, and more about nothing. That's gotta be on there. I'm, I think I mentioned that on the 420 episode. That gotta be on DSPs. It has to be. But y'all, check, check those projects out. Um, and as I'm recording this, only because I'm recording this days in advance, obviously, and releasing it on Tuesday. Today, Makami from, uh, and I would say from Griselda. I don't know if it's gonna, if he's back with Griselda or affiliated with Griselda, I should say. Um, but what's I gonna help him do the Pray for Haiti album? Today is a uh, national Haitian flag day as I'm recording this, or when I'm gonna release it, I should say. That's the project I'm gonna be listening to today. So um, I will be listening to my own, you know, podcast. But after when I listen to uh, "Pray for Haiti," so check out that project as well. You know, I try not to stare y'all wrong. I don't even know what it sounds like. I just say, just check it out, just because. Hey, we all need to put out support out there. Yes, here they are. We get our first opportunity to talk to them. The new tag team on the block of Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Impressive they are, the gangsters. New Jack. Let me tell you something. 30 years ago, we would have been strung up in somebody's tree, getting hung for beating two white boys the way we just did. But now, you might want to come out here and put some belts on us, but the only belts we're going to be wearing around here is the tag team belt. Let me tell you something. I don't like being up here. I was getting out of my car. I slipped and fell. It's a tobacco spit. And you know what I'm saying? Nothing but rednecks up here. Nothing but geeks up here. Nothing but coal miners up here. Chicken farmers. Clansmen. I don't like nobody but my partner. You understand? I don't care who you line up in front of me. I'm going to show you how bad New Jack and Mustafa is. You want to talk about violence? Violence to you might be pushing by in the figure four. Violence to me is taking a can of gas and pouring it on you and setting you on fire. Like me or not, I didn't come up here to be like. I came up here to get paid. And whoever you put in front of me, I'm going to drop yeah, you down. Yeah. I'd like to send a yeah, special yeah. shout out to my homeboy, 
OJ Simpson, keep up the good work, baby. Two less, we got to worry about. You understand? Keep up the good work. Louis Farrakhan will be the next president. Yeah. Snoop Dogg, we know you're innocent. You called me last night. You understand? Get ready, Smoking Mountain, because we're going to set this place on fire. All right, fans, there they are. The team to be heard from is Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Yeah. New Jack, Mustafa Saeed, the Gangstars. We'll be back right after this. What you guys just heard was some crazy shit, wasn't it? That was New Jack, who had just passed away this past weekend. And I'm not going to lie, y'all. That was a little surprising to me because New Jack, I felt he was going to live till he was about like 100. I mean, I know he probably doesn't mind right now. You know, I'll get to that later in the podcast. But, yeah, you know, I was a little surprised about that. And the thing about it is he was so real, as in like, he didn't give a fuck. Like, now here's the thing. I'm a huge wrestling fan. Everyone should know this by now. And um, I would say for his part, he wasn't like the best like wrestler. Like he wasn't like the most athletic. He was it was just the way he was a brawler, more like a brawler and everything. Um, And that was more what he he, but he's going to be probably more memorable on his uh, his promos, the way he used to talk uh, before and after matches or something like that in the nature. Or sometimes when he he has a microphone, he going to give you something that you're going to be talking about for a long time. You know, I'm telling you guys, you should definitely YouTube uh, New Jack uh, wrestler, I guess you could say, because, you know, if you just do New Jack, you know, you probably get New Jack City, which was actually how he got his name. And he wanted to come up with a character that was just authentic. And that's exactly what he did. Right. Started his career in Smoky Mountain Wrestling, which was the promo that you guys just heard right before I started, you know, uh, talking about him and everything. Him and his partner, uh, Mustafa. And they was the gangsters. Th- that group right there was, it was just real. The thing about Smoky Mountain Wrestling, that was more in the South. And majority of the people that's in the crowd are going to be just, just, you know, just some white people. They probably were like the only black people like there in general. And they would beat up their favorite wrestlers and just everything in between. Um, so much so to the point where, you know, the fans did not like how he was talking, how, didn't like how they was wrestling and everything. They would start yelling out um, niggers. They was calling them niggers just left and right. And, uh, to, you know, it was sometimes where they would beat up, you know, one of the top tag team in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. And so after the show, they had to get a police uh, to escort them to, you know, out of town because these people was about to just have a riot just over some some shit like that that's how crazy that shit was and that's how real that you know that dude was new jack just was out there giving out you know ass whoopings and and talking talking about it too that's real as it gets um he definitely had an interesting uh career there at smoky mountain but to me how he really got more mainstream i guess you could say is when he went to ecw which is which stands for extreme championship wrestling the extreme part, you're going to get hit with chairs, you're going to get hit with ladders, go through tables, kendo sticks, everything. Fire, jumping from balconies. And that's exactly what New Jack was doing. New Jack said he would snort cocaine before like every match. So I guess maybe he can't feel nothing. I don't know. <laughs> oh, one of the, the most famous things. When we talk about New Jack, if you just even if you never watch wrestling, there's just key things about him that really um, set him apart from different wrestlers, I guess you could say. 
first thing being the mass transit incident. So that was his wrestler. He was 17 years old. His name was Eric Kulas. He had lied about his age to be a part of the show. Um, one wrestler no showed at an event, and he actually stepped in to fill in that spot for the guy. Now, you know, he only had maybe three or four matches and stuff like that. He lied about his age. He is a rookie compared to what everyone else is in that in that organization. How they have a little bit more of a status to him. So, of course, when they found out that uh, he was going to be wrestling against New Jack and his partner Mustafa, he went to New Jack and he was trying to uh, figure out how to, you know, because, you know, everyone knows wrestling is predetermined. So, you know, the, the wrestlers will kind of like go through what they're going to do in the match. Like, OK, you know, at this point, we you know, we're going to go for a backdrop or at this point, you know, I'm going to get some more offense in. Then you come and get some more offense. I mean, like everybody has a way that they do it. So he went on to New Jack and was like, look, I want to put you to a table. I want to body slam you. I want to do, you know, all these things. And New Jack looked at him like, fuck, no, like that's super disrespectful. And, and this dude was like, okay, well, I want to get some color. What that means in wrestling terms for people who don't watch wrestling means I want to bleed. And so it's two ways you can do this. It's the hard way and the easy way. The hard way is you you get hit in a chair physically to the point where, you know, blood probably going to start gushing out like real life. The other way is, you know, you have a little, little razor blade. You keep it in your 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 pocket i mean i don't know what you're wearing you know your waist your waistband of your trunks and everything or you keep it in your mouth you know a little small one or whatever like that then when you get hit by something you just try to find a way to kind of cut yourself a little bit get a little blood and you know when was the sweat that's why a lot of that shit really start to gush it's it's crazy well new jack had no problem doing that (laughs) so doing the match it was a tag match. It was with Devon Dugley. Uh, Mustafa and New Jack say, look, we're going to throw you at the ring, Devon, and you stay your ass out. We're going to fuck this kid up, basically. He said he wasn't trying to kill him, but he was going to get that kid close to death. And so they did everything to him. They put everything in the, brought everything in the kitchen sink. And it was time to find a way to cut him. And um, New Jack had some type of knife. I forgot what he, what he said, but he had some type of knife. And he tried to cut him a couple times. It wouldn't happen. So he just sliced him. Blood gushing out everywhere. Crazy. His dad, Eric Kulas' dad, is in the front row. And he's yelling out, he's 17. Where's the fucking ref? And it's like, damn, you know, you like you was okay with your son lying about his age. Do you not know what organization y'all was walking into? Don't just, I'm just saying. And um, yeah, New Jack beat the fuck out of him and then said, you know, I hope he dies because I don't give a fuck. That's what he said on the mic. His dude's dad went backstage and wanted to, to fight New Jack, called him nigga this, nigga that, all that type shit. New Jack had to go to trial for that. He got sued and had to, you know, he got um, he had to go to court. And uh, he said it was an all white jury and one black dude. And he was like, I need the black dude to to help me out. I, he's my savior right now. He said, dude was sleeping. You know, kind of like nodding off. And so when it came down to like, you know, t- you know, testimonial testimonials so for someone to testify, I guess. He said that um, Eric Kulas dad called him a nigger. And that was actually the helping way of getting him to not go to jail. Basically, <laughs> that was crazy. Another incident in ECW. He was going against a wrestler named Vic Grimes. Dave was about to jump from a say 20 feet in the air to the to the floor which was a table land you know a table spot and everything 
Now, of course, wrestling, like I mentioned, predetermined. So then they're talking to each other, you know, because you want to protect your per- partner that you're wrestling against, I should say, as much as possible. Dude was like, no, I'm not jumping. And he was like, look, we're literally on pay-per-view. We got fans screaming right now. Let's go. Dude said no. And so as New Jack was trying to pull him, dude kind of pulled away. And then dude was big. He was huge. So he went with him, basically. And the way he landed, he landed on top of uh, New Jack's head. And New Jack just was fucked after that match. So uh, New Jack, don't forget. So they had a match a few years later. And on top of a scaffold. And they had 20 tables or i should really say 12 but you know 20 sounds better 20 tables stacked in the ring um new jack said he had bought him a stunt gun a stun gun i should say and shocked him in his neck and threw him off the scaffold onto them tables he only touched one of them but new jack was trying to kill that dude that day like physically he said i wanted him to die and you just like damn it's getting dark and gory over here excuse me yeah, that's New Jack. He also tried to. Uh, he also had like a another wrestling match where he like stabbed his opponent, and that time he went to jail. And the dude was like, "Look, we can really like go somewhere. With this, I'll I'll drop the charges if we you know we go and go wrestling to all these other places, and then you know we can start making money off this." He was like, "Yeah, I got you." Dude had never seen him again. New Jack fled. He was gone. But dude is real. Oh, and one more thing, real quick. There's a there was a wrestler that actually was my mom's favorite wrestler named Junkyard Junkyard Dog and um, Junkyard Dog actually bought weed from uh, New Jack three hundred dollars worth but he never paid New Jack so when New Jack found out that he was going to be at a wrestling show that New Jack was going to be at which was the ECW show uh, New Jack was like I'm gonna get my money from him and so when he talked to New uh, New Jack <laughs> when he talked to Junkyard Dog. He was like, hey, where's my $300? And Junkyard Dog was like, I ain't paying you, nigga. And so they had a fight in the back to the point where uh, JYD, as I should just go ahead and abbreviate it, they had to switch out his clothes and wear an ECW shirt because it was too bloody. That's how real New Jack was. Shortly, like about like a week later, the JYD wound up passing away and everything in a, in a car accident, unfortunately. And uh, yeah. Yeah. WWF was never going to hire this guy ever because he was going to be a liability. He was going to do some shit. And look, I would have wanted them to hire him just to see how long he was going to last because he wouldn't go last long. Just just throwing it out there. Rest in peace to my man. And he has said on Dark Side of the Ring, which you should definitely watch on Vice. I look two things I I, uh, like advise you guys to watch on the Vice uh, channel or download the app if you don't have it. Um, Dark Side of the Ring, which is about wrestling, and Dark Side of Football, which is about football. And you you guys should definitely watch that because New Jack had an episode last last year's um, season. And they was like, you know, he's like, someone was like, if how would you want to go out if you had to pick a way to die? He was like, look, I want to be in a nursing home in a wheelchair, snoring some coke, put my middle fingers up and say, thank you, bitches. That's the way to go out. And I and I don't know New Jack on a personal level, but I will tell you this: he is not mind that he is passed away. I know it's because he said this in the interview. Some people, bro, I said when I lay down and die, I'll probably be fucking happy. 
Because I ain't got to suffer through this bullshit no more. And I ain't ever asked no pity party for nobody. I ain't asked no sympathy from nobody. But I done told my body up so goddamn bad for these fucking fans. It's like when I ain't got to feel this shit no more, I'll be glad. Rest in peace to New Jack. And um, I hope your legacy lives on just in the, in the, in the, the sense of you being real. I can honestly say you want the best wrestler, but I can definitely say on the mic, could nobody touch you. Two for Tuesdays time, everyone. You already know. Come back with another one and everything like that. Insert email. You already should know the email by now. If you don't, go listen to all the rest of the episodes. And a lot of the artists. Actually, I did have an artist hit me up and... I feel bad because I'm like, let me see if he got another song. So we just going to kind of get to that. But artists, you already should know what to do. But this week, just because I love this song, I've been bumping this song uh, for the last two weeks now. And so if you already haven't heard it, listen to it. Isaiah Rashad, Duke Deuce, Lay With You.
even with my Corolla, y'all, I feel like I'm driving in a in a nice box Chevy. You know what I'm saying? Like turn up the the volume up and feel like you got six twelves in the back seat, y'all, for real. But the next song I got for uh, Two for Tuesday this week. Um, just cause I've been meaning to try to find a way to put this song into for Tuesdays and I just kind of been like shuffling around and everything like that. It's Mob Deep's Back At You from the Sunset Park soundtrack. Rest in peace to Prodigy. Stainless steel gas, they never rush, fit the bus, you get touched. Blessed with the real side of life, just enough. You couldn't fight it with your strongest might. Lay down, nigga, eyes, visualize bad perception. Major interference, suit your upper body section. I travel like a tutu bullet, throughout your body, rep to the fullest. Queen's Bridge representing, presenting. The hollow tip crew, loose lips, sing ships, talk shit, I follow through. Once the kite is sent, I might get bent, but still planted. No second thoughts, cause my conscience is demanding for the bloodshed. I leave that mug red. I'm like cancer, can't catch because I done spread. Store knob dead, enough said. From the scene, I fled with the paranoid thoughts running around my head. It's like that, war. Project niggas strike back, it's on. What the fuck you say? I'll be right back with the gap. And temper, and your motherfucking error. You shorty set you up, you better. Hunger for the cheddar, big pants are better. Armor red and sandwich, alcohol assumption. Why you running, we dumping? Due to the fact the infamous is bumping. Ice grill, sunny front, it's like that. Roll, project niggas strike back, it's on. What the fuck you say, I'll be right back, it's like that. Roll, project niggas strike back, it's on. What the fuck you say, I'll be right back, it's like that. Roll, project niggas strike back, it's on. What the fuck you say, I'll be right back, it's like that. Roll, project niggas strike back. Be at the round table planet, spread team across planet, expand shit, slap a nigga open handedly style, something foul, for trying to slow down my cash pile a hundred pounds, I can recall the days, juvenile crime pays, 14 years old, shorty from round way, brick ass cold, still pump for night to day, but why did my life have to be this way, I rock the law suit, flavors like mixed fruit, my loot give a cool, raises in my shoe, in case they try to shoot me to the island, I'm known for star wallet, back in New York, my soul just got the cash piled in. Keep this, don't repose on some nose to teach shit. So much drama, who the fuck knows we got beef with? Lift you up off your feet like ski lift. Pull back the big fifth for niggas who rip, niggas you whip. Then I'm on the next flight, getting bent in the clouds. On my way down south for international crowd. Hey yo, it's like that.
y'all miss soundtracks. I know I've probably mentioned this on the podcast. If I haven't, I'm just letting y'all know again. I miss soundtracks to albums, good ones. Not just like a bunch of shit just mixed in like it's a playlist, whatever like that. Y'all, uh, you know, hope you guys enjoyed this episode and everything like that. Remember to hit me up on the socials at Access Code Pod. And that's on Instagram, that's on Twitter. Also, if you guys want to email, email me some questions for the show or artists out there for two for Tuesdays, access code pie at gmail.com. Until next time, you guys, you already know what I say. I love you guys. Thank you for listening.